Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And today we are watching Power Rangers episode 241. Power Rangers Turbo. I've already forgotten what you just said. 36. 36. <laughs> the Song of Confusion. It aired on November 7th, 1997. Is written by John Fletcher and directed by Blair Trey. Blair Trey making his triumphant return. Is that a boy? I don't know. Her triumphant return? Blair could be anybody. Blair could be either. The only Blair that I actually do know is from The Facts of Life. There was a character named Blair. I, our guest is giving us a look. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Andy Creighton. Uh, you what? You don't know? You don't know the witch, the the Blair witch. The, I didn't know her name was Blair. I thought that was like the woods were the Blair woods. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, it's not real good. <laughs> Andy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. I'm glad you could join us for this very musical episode that we're about to watch. I, here's what I remember. Confusion, confusion, <laughs> confusion. So I'm excited to see how it plays out. Uh, before we get to that, we, we usually ask our guests a couple questions. And if I'm remembering them correctly, the first one is, how did you get into Power Rangers? Uh, well, I was a six-year-old uh, living in the United States when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers aired. So you kind of get into Power Rangers by default. I think it was required viewing at that yeah. age. <laughs> yeah, like I remember I remember specifically that my first grade teacher was, uh, her first name was Rita. I remember Power Rangers coming out and like some kids in the class would be like, does that mean she's a bad guy? She's just in with Rita Repulsa. <laughs> that poor, poor oh, teacher. That poor woman. Yeah. That must have been terrible for her. Just like, I'm just thinking about how horrible kids are. Well, there's a very important underlying question. Was that teacher a jerk or not? Not at all. She was super nice. <laughs> well, then that poor, poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> the next is the next question. And the, again, I'm just winging it. I don't, I didn't write any of these down. <laughs> We've done this four times and I'm not getting any better at it. So I think this is just my lot in life. Uh, what's your favorite season of Power Rangers? Oh, man. Honestly, like, there's a lot of... I have a lot of nostalgia for In Space. I remember loving that a lot when I was little. And it was after Good In answer. Space that I sort of started to peter out with Power Rangers. Until, like, recently when Chris Sims got me on a tokusatsu kick uh, with Kamen Rider Forza. And we oh, actually God, just so finished good. watching uh, Kaizoka Sentai Gokaiger, like, two nights ago. And it was incredible. That's what... Super Mega Force was supposed to be. That's the one. It's the 35th right? anniversary okay. Pirate Sentai. I heard it was very good. It is. It's been really interesting watching it as someone who has little to no experience with Super Sentai, especially not like the the source material for a lot of the Power Rangers shows, because it's been like a weird little preview of all of these different shows and their styles. Like the episode about Car Ranger was absurd. So, like, I had an uh, inkling awesome. going into Turbo when you guys started rewatching it and John and I started listening along that, like, this going to be good. <laughs> I think Car Ranger is probably going to be fantastic just because of how crazy the stuff that they are trying to sell us is. Like, just how weird the monsters are and how, like, the was the last one we watched? The, oh, you know, it was the, the um, one before that was the car parts episode with the wrench where they're like, we have a wrench. Oh, the last okay, one was let's... Uh, Litter Richard. Oh, Litter Richard, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that trash boy. Uh, did I? Hey, Josh, did, is any other? You got any questions for Annie? Because I don't know um, if I had any. Who's your favorite Power Ranger? Uh, honestly, besides Adam Park. <laughs> Honestly, like just because of recent exposure, uh, if it counts, uh, Ahim the Pink Power Ranger, I 
I love her a whole lot from she's the one from Go Kaiger and she's real good. She's a princess, but she's also very, very clever. She's like the heart of the team. She's a really good character that's a lot of femininity and strength and power. And she's really fun and a great character. And I want to be able to wear all of her dresses. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that counts. I'll take yeah, it. We'll, we'll accept that yeah. answer. I, I definitely want to watch Go Kaiger. Uh, the Super Sentai Brothers have talked about two episodes. They talked about the Jetman episode and the Die Ranger episode. And like those sounded so good, but I like I don't know if it would be just as good just like jumping in like feet first and being like, oh, tell me about Hurricaneer. Like like how how do they emotionally attach me to this if I haven't seen it? I mean, you definitely get right. sort of some bleed off nostalgia simply because the whole show like hypes you about this stuff, but it's like a lot of times I just sort of go in being, I don't know anything about this, but I know people are going to blow, just lose their freaking minds about how cool this is to see this old dude. So, I mean, <laughs> as, as a noob, it was actually a much more enjoyable experience than I thought it would be coming in and like the anniversary show. Nice. I'll put that on my list. I still, if I have, I have a confession. I probably have confessed it like 12 times. I've only seen half of Kamen Rider Forze. Uh, because I moved while I was watching it, and that that resets me to zero whenever I'm like <laughs> watching or doing anything. Uh, so that and that was two years ago, so I haven't got back to it yet. It's all uh, sitting on legally bought DVDs. Don't look into it. Nobody look into it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely want to get back to it because it was like there was there was. I feel like I, I tweeted Sims when it happened. Um, there was a reveal and I was like, how could you do this to me? Cause I started watching it because he was like, this is a great show. And then there was this reveal that I won't spoil, but like, I lost my mind and I was like, how dare they? And how dare you Christopher Sims? <laughs> I definitely like tweeted at him a lot, like to the point where as soon as I finished it, uh, he basically stopped working and we sat down and we had an email conversation about how good it was and how much I was crying and how much I hated that. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's transition from good stuff to maybe probably not good stuff. Uh, we're going to go watch the sound, the sound, song. the song of confusion. I want it to be both. <laughs> the song uh, sound. The hills are alive with a song of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to go watch it right now. Shift into the, the turbo. turbo. back and we just watched the song of confusion, confusion. <laughs> confusion. <laughs> uh that episode was great it was it awesome was so it was good. pretty awesome in a lot of dumb stupid ways <laughs> i think that's the best way to put it uh so annie the we didn't say this at the beginning because we're we're dumb uh but one of the reasons we had you on this episode specifically is because you host a podcast uh you host the gem jam cast which is great it's all about gem and the holograms uh, so we're like, this is the only musical episode that there is, so we should have you on for this one. On on a scale of, I don't know enough gem songs off the top of my head, on a, on a scale from the gem movie to the best song in the show, where would you put the actual song, Confusion? Hmm. I'd probably put it somewhere between I Believe in Happy Endings and Misfits in Hawaii. Okay. 
All right. I'll have to Google both of those. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you all the songs on the movie soundtrack because I'm the only one who's seen it more than once. (laughs) I'll be like, I'll be honest, like. I I I think Young Blood is a perfectly serviceable song. I I think the songs right, on the track are perfectly service, serviceable. I totally agree with that, and I like that it's in the spirit of Gem, and that it's insane. Like it it starts off as a, a movie about uh, becoming famous, and then ends up Pop Star Mystery Club, and I'm just super <laughs> into that. <laughs> I I understand where you're coming from. I feel like the screenplay itself needed enough massaging to shove in the gem stuff that a lot of it. It feels like a screenplay where like a good third of it was cut out. And I think that's what tends to get me about it the most. Yeah, I can see that. That and Josie and the Pussycats. It's a better version of that movie. Oh, that movie rules. Josie and the Pussycats is the best comic book movie that's ever been made. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I have not seen it. You got it. It's so good. Everyone, like, when it came out, everyone was like, oh, there's so much product placement. It's so bad. I was like, no, 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 that's the point. Like, that's, that's the whole thing. Is like, it's about selling out. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Look, du jour means friendship. I haven't seen the movie in so long. It means seatbelts. You're just hitting me with references, and I haven't seen that movie in so long. And You're I feel killing like me. A, I feel like a jerk now. <laughs> You're killing me, Mason. Okay, so let me just let me just get through uh, the spiel. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is a website. So it's heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. If you want to leave us a rate review, that'd be great. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash heyjakeandjosh. And if you feel like donating, that'd be great. And it helps out a bunch, and we really appreciate it. All right, right, that's out of the way. Let's, let's get to this episode because there was some stuff that happened that I forgot about. That I wish I didn't. For, that, I'm, I, that I'm glad I did forget about, so, so that, that I could experience, experience it again. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, are you guys ready to jump in? Yes. Let's go for it. All right. We start off with Cassie and her friend singing a song about love at the juice bar. This song, as far as I know, is called "Love," because <laughs> that's the only word I remember in it. Also, this is an unplugged performance. Yes. In like the middle of the juice bar. Yeah, they're not like. Up on the little stage area or over by the bar. They're just on a couple stools in the middle. Yeah, and <laughs> everyone is watching them, so I don't know if this was planned or if they just sat down like like jerks with their guitars and like, we're going to play here. Because um, <laughs> I hate that when that happens. Everyone's uh, really into it, though. You can tell by the way they're all just nodding their head. What was Cassie wearing, part one? She's got a pink t-shirt on with a real high collar and... I think jeans, I didn't really, I, I was too busy trying to figure out what was happening already. Uh, and also, we don't get her friend's name for a while. It's Vicky, but they just didn't say it until much later in the, in the show. Like, when you guys, when you guys, uh, when we were talking about what episode you wanted me to be on, uh, John and I went ahead and I watched Sonic Confusion, uh, like, way out of order. So I, I had been under the impression that maybe this Vicky was was some kind of recurring character I had yet to meet, and no. Nope. Uh, yeah, if you just watched this episode by itself, you would think that, for sure. For yeah. for a split second, like, while they were playing, I was like, is that Emily? That's not Emily. No. So- <laughs> nope. Uh, there was a mention of her friends that played music, but if if I remember correctly, they all had blue hair. <laughs> I think that was the thing. Um, <laughs> But but this is not her. And also, uh, there's no reoccurring characters in Power Rangers. It's everyone in the title, and that's it. <laughs> well, I think Lieutenant Stone at this point is a reoccurring character. Well, he's he's in the credits. Him. And oh, Bulk you're right. Yeah. No, he is yeah. in the credits. 
shoot. And then other than that, there's no one. They've even gotten rid of all their teachers, everyone else they run into. I wish that there would have been lead up to this so that that spoilers guys things go bad in this episode for this friendship what i wish that i wish that there would have been a little like she would have reoccurred so that way like it would have meant more instead of being like this super sudden thing that happened all right hold on hold on are you telling me that you want steaks i would love a steak (laughs) in power rangers i just want one steak in power rangers i'm not asking for a lot like you want a story to be threaded in episodes that aren't about that story yes and I know I gotta wait two years for no, just till next year. Just one year. Just one year. <laughs> just till in space. Uh, so we they decide to start a band and they're like, let's hold auditions. And Lieutenant Soul's like, you can have them here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> please, please bring the youths into my youth bar. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Sound a little thirsty there, buddy. You're <laughs> backing up. We got to Diva Talks on the sub, and I don't remember what ha- like why she's got a guitar I, like i'm sure she says something but she's like all right let's rock and sits down and starts playing the guitar that's all i remember from this scene she's she's like porto take notes let's rock and roll i'm gonna write i'm gonna write a real good song here we go i glued some spikes onto my guitar that makes it play better <laughs> makes it play evil this is an evil guitar now look at how many tendrils it has <laughs> then we got to the theme song and when we come back we're at auditions and these were wonderful. For so many reasons. Um, so they must have put a call, like a flyer out or something, right? What yeah. do you think was on that flyer? It probably said, auditions, instruments, come to the juice bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no one seems to understand what a band is per <laughs> se or how to audition. <laughs> I love that this is started by Cassie being like, oh, we should start a band other friend who was also playing guitar i've never heard of a two girl group <laughs> those those you don't are a exist. band you are the band you're already a band <laughs> uh but no they need more people so they audition in order uh a girl with an accordion a guy who probably just came from a scottish funeral cuz he's got the full <laughs> regalia on and bagpipes yeah as soon as the bagpipes started i was like what is the plan for this band <laughs> there is a beatnik with bongos uh- it's definitely Doug's older sister, Judy. <laughs> <Yep, absolutely. laughs> uh, there is a guy on Island Time because he's got he's got like he's dressed like Jimmy Buffett and he has a kazoo. Like for real though, if you're a human person alive and you see a flyer for anything that's like music auditions, like that you have to at least get that far, right? That like there has to be some sort of music involved, and you're like, oh, I know what'll impress him, <laughs> my sweet kazoo skills. <laughs> Kazoos can only play one note. Um, I think there was a guy with a synth, but I don't remember. There, oh, that was the nineties. <laughs> no, that like, was that was later. There was there was a. But I, yeah, I, there, we have zesty bluegrass guy now because like I, I had the subtitles on when I was taking notes for this, and it just says zesty bluegrass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're missing a lot of good goose without the subtitles. We gotta start listening. Like we now. gotta start watching with subtitles. Uh, there was uh, two guys with cymbals just slapping them together. There was a very white guy playing African drums. <laughs> oh, yep, that is true. And then there was the night. There was there was nineties. The man. Yeah, he had like a keyboard yeah. and frosted tips and like those sunglasses that are just like they cover the whole that whole third of your face and are orange. Walmart brand Oakleys. Yeah, <laughs> he was enjoying life. He's doing his best. He wasn't. <laughs> 
bad, I don't think, actually. No, I guess they just didn't want a keyboard player, but didn't put that on the flyer. <laughs> you gotta be more specific. Well, in the same way that, like, the guy with the banjo was perfectly serviceable bluegrass. It was zesty bluegrass, and they're like, no, maybe if you practice. <laughs> he would have been in my band. Banjo that's, guy. That's the other thing is after every every one they gave them like notes or re- mostly rejections, uh, and they were trying to be like, well, nice Ca- about it. Cassie was like, "Oh, we'll let you know," and then Vicky was like, "Next." <laughs> Look, Vicky's getting right to the point. She knows what she wants. She didn't know enough to put it on the flyer, does. but she knows what she wants. Vicky's regretting a lot of her life choices. She she should have said no. If you don't want to be in a band, you should have just said no. So then, <laughs> Bulk and Skull come in. And any what it described to me <laughs> more than anybody because I don't know what what's up what's up with them what are they trying to do so bulk is some kind of white Rastafarian hippie yep okay and skull is skull is Alice Cooper he's <laughs> Alice Cooper but also like if Alice Cooper was a Sex Pistol and British yeah. he does a British accent yeah <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, he's got a bulk has drums. Skull has a bass that my friend Josh used to have. Um, it doesn't have the tuner, like the tuning part. They're not on top, so it's just like a flat, like at the end of the neck, and the, they're at the bottom. Uh, that's where you tune it, and it's very weird, and I don't <laughs> like them. It's also definitely not plugged into anything, even though that's definitely not how electric basses work. No, you generally. I mean, like you can play them without <laughs> them being plugged in. You just like they don't make noise. No. <laughs> Uh, so they play, and they are awful. <laughs> they are very, very bad. They're also like, the job pays, doesn't it? We'll do it for the babes. <laughs> yeah, because like it pays, and Vicky's like, no. No. <laughs> no, only Vicky and Cassie get the gig money. Yeah. Also, like, I guess. I guess, but also, <laughs> that's first of all, that's rude. Uh, but, <laughs> but, like, they're in high school, so they're not, like, getting paid gigs anyway. Also, I have a question that just popped into my head. Okay. Cassie's the one that's like, we should start a band, right? Yeah. Girl, you're a Power Ranger. You don't have time to start a band. <laughs> but yeah, we had that whole thing where she was like, I'm juggling schoolwork and, and Power Rangering. I don't have, I my <laughs> grades are slipping because I'm too busy Power Rangering. <laughs> Let me add a third thing. Should I, I should be in a band too. That'll well, be fine. I, I don't need to do good in school. <laughs> I think this comes back to the fact that it's a long-standard tradition that Power Rangers have just enough time to do one more thing per episode. <laughs> 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 but, that's, but that's it. Uh, see also Kimberly on every committee and every team ever, but only the once. Uh, so then as Bulk and Skull are leaving, because Cassie's like, you guys are not what we want because you're very bad at music. Um, but maybe if you practice or maybe she said we're not looking for that sound. That's not the sound we're looking for. Yeah. But they, they end up leaving and they bump into Crash and the Boys. I forget what's the actual name. Crash and the Creeps? The Crash and the Creeps. the Creeps. Yeah, Crash, like, strolls in, and he's like, hey, babe, we too late? <laughs> and they're like, no. And they're a whole band. They're- they, are, they are a band. What are, why are yeah. they auditioning to be in a band? <laughs> That's the rub. Because <laughs> they, and they play the, the song Confusion, which uh, I'm probably going to find that song and just intersperse. Uh, just little snippets of it here at and there throughout just, the episode. Yeah, at least just the clip of them playing this audition is somewhere. It has uh, to be. Yeah, it has to be. So I, I, I was reading up on this, and according to Ranger Wiki or whatever, apparently they reuse the Song of Confusion in the direct-to-video sequel for the Richie Rich movie. 
<laughs> the, hold on. Richie Rich 2 starring Michelle Trachtenberg. Perhaps. I, <laughs> has the song of confusion. Now, see, that's more evidence to my theory of this is a real song that they paid $8 for. And that's why they play it so <laughs> much in this episode. Use it. I don't. I mean, maybe they're like, look, we have this song that is perfectly serviceable, but punk. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, look, it's not a good song. They, they wrote two verses and they just sort of stopped. They're like, done, done. Well, they know that there's ev- two verses. I'm done. No refrain. Done. Everyone's coming for that chorus. That's oh what, that's God. where the money is. It's the most amelodic garbage. It's nothing. <laughs> I know very little about music, but I know that this song was number one. Sounds like high schoolers wrote it for sure. Um, even though adults wrote it for this television show. <laughs> so like g- good on you for capturing the spirit or backslash shame on you for not making a good song. You're an adult, probably Ron <laughs> Wasserman. What gets me is that it's just the, the refrain. It's like, there's no, there's no attempt at any sort of four chord progression or any sort of pleasing sound. It's just, it's just like the guitar just plays one note and then they just shout confusion <laughs> amelodically for four to eight times and it's so ugh. but here's the thing it is stuck in my head so it worked <laughs> that that one power chord that dum 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 that's in there forever now <laughs> that's just my life well it's okay because somehow you talked about doug earlier and that didn't pop right into my head so confusion is is like a bouncer at the gates of my brain now so staring doug in the face like you ain't tough enough not today <laughs> let's see if super mario 2 can handle it oh you did you did I'd... me dirty jake <laughs> <laughs> they're like okay you guys are in um except a bass player because vicky plays bass so we don't need you you can go and Crash is like, no, we're it's a package we're, deal. We're All a band. Nothing. We're a band. <laughs> we're an entire band. We're a nine-piece band. There's five of them, right? There were like four guitarists. I guess one of them was a bassist. And then there's a drummer and maybe like someone on guitar. <laughs> it's definitely getting into Doug's big band territory where they just have six drum solos. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too many people. Side note, I joked when I was in high school about starting a band with everyone that I knew where you would only play one string each um for every so there would be six guitarists four bassists and there'd be enough drummers for each one of each yeah drum and cymbal and a singer obviously it never came to fruition because that's an insane thing to do uh but i think for one performance that would be very funny that's a very high school idea yeah right yeah it doesn't have legs but one time it would be real good Vicky's like, oh, it's okay. Vicky says this. Vicky volunteers to leave the band. This is very important. I want everyone to remember this. <laughs> Vicky's like, it's okay. I'll step out. I'll be the songwriter, and you can join Crash and the Creeps <laughs> instead of them joining our band, and I'll just write the songs. After a little convincing, Cass is like, all right, I'm okay with it. Here's the thing about that. Okay. We saw Cassie playing guitar earlier, so clearly she plays both bass and guitar. Yeah, so there's, there's a rhythm guitar. Which I assume is yeah. Crash, because he's also singing. And then there's another guitar, and then there's a bassist. And then Cassie's just, like, also playing guitar Yep. for when you need yeah. those two dueling solos. <laughs> just have, like, four more guitars. It's fine. 
Then also they need all these guitars to go dun 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 dun. Yeah, it's a very complicated <laughs> beat. I mean, you just look at you look at any epic metal, and definitely they have the exact same sort of problem. You got you got to have like six guys doing one chord. Yeah, because if you play that, that's one, definitely how epic metal works. If you play that one chord long enough, you're gonna get tired, so you have to tag in the next <laughs> guitarist. <laughs> oh, they're they're relief players. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it all kind of makes sense to me. <laughs> But the bassist, who's also just playing, dung, 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 on, you know, he's just slamming on the A key, like the A chord, like that's it. He's not doing anything good, but no, he's he's fine. We're not going to tag him out with Vicky. Uh, so then we cut to the next day. For one second, Cassie is at her locker. She's singing the one of the two verses from Confusion. And TJ comes up. Oh, sorry. What was Cassie wearing part two? She got a lacy shirt. I don't. I don't know what kind of shirt. Annie, if you want to jump in on any of these, there was like a hundred outfit changes for Cassie. This episode. <laughs> oh my God, right? It's like a long sleeve lace top, I think was sort of the best I could go for it. Because look, for real, all of my fashion knowledge comes from style savvy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, all mine comes from me guessing and people correcting me <laughs> later. So uh, I think you're one up on me. And she got like a ribbon in her hair, which I like. I thought that was very nice. Uh, Tina's like, hey. Ready for the performance tonight? She's like, yeah, we're going to be at the juice bar, obviously. And he's like, well, I'll be there. And then he leaves. And then we cut to the next day. What was Cassie wearing? Part three? Maybe four? Maybe there was an audition outfit? I don't remember. Um, she's wearing rock clothes. It's like a we- like a, a long sleeve shirt that's just like colors and black pants. <laughs> um, so they're playing Confusion. I feel like they played the whole song. I think they did because you actually heard Cassie like trying to add some sort of singing into the song especially during the refrain like she tried to have like notes in there rather than just yelling <laughs> that did not fly with crash no crash would cl- no. crash is not into that also this is a rock show they are playing instruments it's like kind of high energy everyone's sitting down <laughs> everyone's in chairs hey they're nodding their heads they're into yeah. it this is cool. awful. This would be a terrible concert. We went to see Lindsey Sterling, and that was all sitting down. That was all chairs and stuff. And that was fine. It's fine for a Lindsey Sterling show. But, like, if it's anything, if it's smaller than that, I want to get sweaty and weird in the pit. Like, I want I want to be jumping around and not just, like, everyone, please sit down. <laughs> Don't move your arms. You might hit your neighbors. <laughs> but they played the song. Everyone loves it because it's an earworm, so they're tricked into thinking they like it. Also, there's, like, this whole thing where, like, the louder music is, the more your brain thinks you like it. Yep. Um, That's a real thing. That's science. That's a science fact. Someone did a study somewhere that, like, if it's very loud, you'll be like, I like this. Um, That might also just be from SpongeBob. They said that in SpongeBob. Josh... Dude, now I know that that's not a fact. <laughs> now I know that that's not a real Yeah, it's, it's when they play the halftime show and Squidward's trying to train the band and he's just like, well, just play loud. Everyone will think they like it if it's loud. <laughs> All right, well, 50-50 on whether or not that's real. <laughs> so then Vicky comes up and she's mad that they aren't playing her songs. And she's also mad that she's not in the band, even though, hey, Vicky, it was your idea to not be in the band. Hey, Vicky, Mr. Vicky. <laughs> That's not, you can't do that. You can't get mad that. I, I understand that she's mad because Cassie's like, hey, we're going to get to your songs. And then she's like, Crash said, no, you have your song. You have the, you did it. So you're yes. not going to make any more songs. It sounds like there's another scene that they're referring to that was cut where Vicky and Crash interacted. Yeah, all, yeah. Ever? <laughs> well, neither of those people is a Power Ranger, so they can't talk to each other. Yeah, they don't get camera time <laughs> when they're interacting unless there's a Power Ranger around. Or a Balkan Skull. 
Those are right. They're also allowed to have their own adventures. Vicky is not. Also, yeah, uh, there's like Crash said, you have your song, you know, just the one like all bands, <laughs> mm-hmm. all bands just have the one song that they do over and over again forever. Yep. Well, that's what I've learned from Jem. You have you have preferably one song, maybe two or three, uh, and they are all 90 seconds long and they stop. And then that's the end of the concert. You just do one song and you're done. That's how you become the most powerful band in the in the entire world. This is how you get into like the Indy 500. Like you get to be yeah. there and then jump the fence and race, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed yeah. to do that. And then um, you and then you play second next to the person next to the glam rocker who legitimately entered the entered the Indy 500. Uh, because Rio's leg is broken, he can't drive the car. Why is Rio there? Why is he- Why is Rio ever there? Is this a gem thing? Yes. Yeah. Did Jem sneak yes, into the is. Indy 500? <laughs> oh no. Jem's rival of the of the evil band the Misfits possess ran down from the stands of the Indy 500 <laughs> across the speedway. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you got across there because there were fences. Uh, and then Very she tall pulled the guy out of the car and then got in the car and drove and came in second. And Jem, who legitimately entered the race because the car, the racer that she sponsored had broken his leg because of mafia things, uh, she came in first. But okay. <laughs> she won the Indy 500. <laughs> this is regular Jem. This is average episode of Jem. It's wonderful. Also, you guys have a theory on uh, the Gem Jam that it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world um, yes. where the only thing that survived is glam rock. And I, oh boy, do I just wish that was true. Because <laughs> uh, that, that makes everything make at least a little bit of sense. If you're like, oh, yeah. there's no society left. Okay, I can see this. But if there is, then like, you're not allowed to get in a car when the race has started. Pizzazz. Mm-mm. Also... She must be a very good driver because presumably they had to stop the car and, you know, indie cars go like hundreds of miles an hour. So Mm -hmm. you're losing a lot of time by stopping. And then she caught up to that and then (laughs) did very well. Oh, yeah. No, in fact, uh, all the other cars crashed. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) I bet that was under totally legit circumstances. Definitely not possessed running around like a maniac, singing a song, and then getting menaced by a hologram projection of tiny Pizzazz, who said she was Pizzazz's conscience, to which point Pizzazz says, that's impossible, I don't have a conscience. (laughs) Do I have a fever? (laughs) It feels Uh, like that when you first start getting into gem, yeah. I'll pass. (laughs) I've seen just enough gem to be able to like justify it. Like when you, I, I don't know when it was, but you were like, I've only seen the gif of her walking into a wall. But oh no, that makes total sense. <laughs> she just walks right into a wall because well, she thought down. She, she thought it was a hologram wall, but it was real because they had replaced they they had knocked her out and put her in a perfect replica of her house. <laughs> Because they needed to find out her secret identity, so they hired a whole bunch of actors to pretend to be all of her closest friends and relatives, whom she (laughs) did not recognize as being fake because they all had rubber masks on. And then they gaslighted her enough that she decided to go talk to her Harlegram computer mom, who's an AI who invented the internet, except she bumps her head lightly on the wall and then passes out with a concussion. So what's next in this episode uh, of Power Rangers? Oh, so, so the reason we went on this tangent is because the next thing makes my bones want to leave my body. It's, <laughs> I get secondhand embarrassed very easily, and who oh boy did Justin and Carlos do their damnedest 
to make oh, just, yeah. like my skeleton started crawling away from me to like go hide <laughs> around the corner because they grab Mike stands, jump off the stage. They're kind of Cassie's roadies, right? I like, think it, so. I think they were breaking down for her. It sound it seemed like they were there to do that, but it also didn't seem like they volunteered or anything. And after this whole scene finishes, this next one, they just like carry the mic stands back inside. They, just, they did take. They took them outside. Well, they get them down and they uh, sing mm-hmm. the chorus. They <laughs> sing, but like, there's no music. There's nothing. It's just so embarrassing. Like, of like, no, please don't do this. Justin is a 12 year old boy, so this makes sense that he would just like grab a microphone and scream confusion a lot. But Carlos, you're a Carlos teen. is Justin's adopted older brother. Apparently. <laughs> so they're just having fun. Yeah. Here's, I kind of liked it. I thought it was cute. I it was like, a cute moment for the two of them. I like the idea of it. But if I was there, I would have walked out. Because I would have <laughs> like, I can't deal with this. I can't with you two. Uh, so they walk outside with the mic stands. Again, I don't. I think they're going to return them to the van. Or they're just like, well, that was dumb what we did. We better leave. <laughs> we're taking these with us because now we're just embarrassed and we're not operating at 100%. <laughs> They walk outside into a Piranatron, like, well, uh, there's a bunch of Piranatrons, like, putting away gear. <laughs> and, yeah, like, the- what? Why? What? I guess the Piranatrons are the roadies. Yeah, they're the roadies for the creeps. Here's yeah. the thing. I thought at this moment that there was Crash, who was a monster, and then the other, mon- the other people in the band were Piranatrons. So I was like, oh, maybe the- they just walked outside and were like, let's get rid of the act and let's put our stuff away except there was a lot of piranatrons and also that's not it at all we'll see later they had car ranger footage to match up oh boy <laughs> did they also like like these piranatrons are just blowing their cover like there's no plan besides to blow the cover broad daylight there's a fight carlos gets distracted and starts singing the chorus to confusion <laughs> Like, They're in a fight. He has the mic stand. He's just like, confusion, confusion. And then like the Piranatrons kind of dance a little bit. The, the, the song know. plays and you would think it would just be background music because we just had it. But no, it's diegetic. The song's just playing. I don't know from yeah. where. I, I, I guess it's just in their heads at this point. They don't convey this very well. But like it's it's magic earworm. Like it gets in your head and stays there like it's designed to do that diva talks wrote it that way i guess but when they're playing it there's no like evil waves coming off of it which i think is a very missed opportunity yeah that would cost like a little more money and they did spend eight dollars <laughs> licensing confusion so they, <laughs> their budget is blown uh so he he's singing confusion and it he's not good at it and so the piranatrons all die <laughs> <laughs> that's apparently what happens Justin's getting his butt kicked and like th- he's like thrown into bushes and like Carlos is just still there singing. He's just standing in the middle of the parking lot jamming on this mic stand. And then afterwards he's like, oh, I couldn't stop thinking about the song. So I think the song is I think that's the confirmation that it is in their head. It's not actually playing. It's just like in their head. And now we are, too, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, is this when we go to the library? This is when we go to the library. With TJ. And, and I started, I cackled for a good eight minutes because of what happens. So we cut to the library. It's the next day. TJ is there. He has it stuck in his head, except Selwyn Ward is not a good actor or is not a good singer and knows that he's not a good singer. He's so pretty. 
He's so pretty. He's so pretty. His muscles are so tight. They're so tight. <laughs> but oh, it, it just makes him kind of a charmingly bad actor. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so he's like, I forget exactly how he says it, but he's like, he's saying part of it and he just goes, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he's like, it's so bad. Uh, he's so bad that everyone in the library is mad at everyone him. Everyone stops and like, hey, we don't like this song, but if you're going to sing it, at least put some effort into it. Oh, Carlos and, and Justin say that at the end of their fight. Carlos is like, I couldn't get that song in my head and I don't know if I love it or hate it. And Justin's like, yeah, I think I hate it, too. You definitely hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of love it. <laughs> I I don't know. I think this is I think this is a, a uh, an artifact of like every time I've seen this episode, I just have such a good time. And I'm because it, it's so bad. Like this movie, this movie is the Catwoman or this episode is the Catwoman of Power Rangers episodes in that it is so horrible that it comes right back around to amazing. Oh, I just went to the Catwoman place. <laughs> yeah. The bad guy gets her powers from skin cream that turns her skin into diamonds. Yeah. You know, like Catwoman Like has. in Catwoman? Well, no. <laughs> Catwoman dies and is nibbled on by cats, and then she comes back and she's confident. And then she menaces her neighbors because their music was too loud. Yeah, it's great. I have it on DVD. I bought it on purpose. There's sexy basketball. <laughs> sexy basketball. <laughs> it's, oh, and, boy. And that is how I feel about The Sound of Confusion. The Song of Confusion. <laughs> I'm going to get it one of these times. The song is The Sound of Confusion. It is. This is what confusion sounds like. If you were to like give it a sound, it's when, this song. If you, th- if you really think about it, whenever you're confused, you just hear this song. <laughs> Are you saying this, this song has confused you? A little bit, yeah. Mm. I think I think it has. I, no, I feel like this song is the direct product of confusion. <laughs> you lock a bunch of guy, old guys in a room long enough, they and get you, confused you and a, write this song. You put a, a bunch of old white dudes in the inner, like in a room, and you hand them an iPad that hasn't been set up yet. <laughs> this then, song is the product. This of that. song will eventually find its way out. Uh, so then we cut to the next day, um, or maybe it's later. I think it's later, uh, where they're all walking down the stairs. Cassie is in another outfit. There's so many outfits. She's got a pink jacket on, uh, black shirt, black pants. I looked up, I looked up this jacket. It's a, I, I had to Google, do so many embarrassing Google searches to figure out what the hell this thing's called. It's a Tang Shuan jacket. Okay. I guess it's that style. I thought it was like. I don't know what to call it, but I guess it would like it would be that it's like a jacket in every martial arts movie that I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they're they're coming down the stairs, and they're like, "Hey, Cassie, we hate your song. You need to stop. You need to stop (laughs) this song. It's a menace to society at this point." And then before she can decide on yes or no if it's a bad song, uh, Alpha calls them. They're also they're on the stairs in the hallway. In the hallway, the stupid wiki editor. From like six episodes ago. That was the last episode he saw. That must have been. This is the end of the hallway probably because I'm not watching any more of Turbo. Also, this is the last episode of Turbo that I know of. Yeah, this is it. Also, weird that it just ended on the pizza episode, but I guess you go You go out on on a high there. Yeah, you gotta go out with a bang. I like that dumb episode too. I mean, look, they're in a they're in a giant pizza. I can't <laughs> I can't fault the episode. <laughs> okay, for real though, like I I, I saw a side by side comparison of Car Ranger and Power and Power Rangers Turbo there, comparing like the pizza episode footage, 
and there's like a subplot in there with Signal Man because he got a letter to go back to his home planet from his wife and son and they just look like they just look like Blue Centurion in a wig and like a little boy like preschool outfit. Why didn't we get this? It's so good. This is the greatest injustice that has ever happened. <laughs> oh boy. I have got to watch that now. I cannot wait for Car Ranger. I'm, I'm going to get that the day it comes out and I'm so, going to watch every single second of it. So excited. Like every, every couple of weeks I just turn to John and I was like, when is Car Ranger coming out? Well, uh, O-Ranger it's just next, came out. Yeah. So March or May, I think is when they usually, the uh, like the other one comes out. It's November and one of the M months uh, for it. So like, it. we don't have to wait super long, but I, I want it right I now. I need it. So Alpha says, hey, some monsters that are about to attack the city. So they, they're like, all right, we're on it. They teleport into morphed footage on a beach, um, which is not the city I'm just now realizing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There's two parts of this, though. Because they, like, Adobe After Effects cut into Car Ranger in a city, and then they must cut to, like, different stuff from the same episode, because then they just sort of are on a beach now. And I know, like, sometimes, a- like, Tokusatsu really likes to just sort of have a kick. Somebody gets kicked into another scene, but I swear right. this is from, like, a different part of that episode. Yeah, because later on at the end, they do come back to the beach. But yeah, a lot of, like, in, especially in Cocker Ranger, like, you will get kicked from the city right into that quarry, like, so fast. <laughs> <laughs> So they are the there's five monsters there and they're all animals. They're like if the village people were animal power rangers. Like sorta. Of. I know the green one is a frog with like a spiky mohawk and then the pink one is like kind of a lucky cat. The pink one's like a lucky cat mixed with like those things that Shakuamon is based off of, uh Shikoku the, the- something. The the Dogu? Yeah. She's the scariest looking one. Yeah. <laughs> she was <laughs> I think her head was a whole cat because I feel like there were legs on the back of her head. <laughs> That's very that likely. Is not outside the realm of possibility. And then the blue one is a cop. He's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what animal he was because I kept getting distracted by his cop hat. Yeah, I didn't see his face. I just know it was like kind of a monster face with a cop hat on. And then there was another one. Who... Yellow is some kind of bird. Okay. And then red is just like a rock, a rock and roll monster. He's not really an animal, I don't think. Yeah, he was just, like, a bad guy. He was, like, an evil ranger more than anyone. Yeah. So here, here's the thing about these guys, because, like, I, I I haven't watched Car Ranger, but I did look up and parse the Ranger wiki, which was, for this episode of Car Ranger, was basically just a shot-by-shot recap that is, like, two pages long, and it is a single paragraph, you know, as you do on wikis. Right. Yeah, on the, the fan wikis are... The worst. Not great. No. <laughs> so first off, this is apparently the episode that introduces like one of the major recurring characters uh, who's like radiate a fan belt who tells herself oh, that yeah. she's the white racer. This is apparently where she comes from. And also these guys, they introduce themselves as an evil Sentai group. They call themselves <laughs> the Boso Sentai Zoku Ranger. And apparently there's like a whole fight scene that they cut out of this before they like kick them onto the beach where they have like a background song where they made up new lyrics to the Car Ranger song that's about Boso Sentai Zoku Ranger. That's amazing. They probably cut that because Radiator was in it. I mean, they must have. Or like maybe it's because one of the guys has like that hatchet axe that he just attacks people in the face with. Oh, that might also they be. They might it. also have wanted to get rid of that. <laughs> I love the name Radiata Fan Belt so much that I can hardly stand it's it. Like, so good. 
I just, I, I need Car Ranger. I need it so bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the Power Rangers get whooped. Like, they just get, like, super, super beat up. And then, like, we cut back to Divatox, who's, like, singing Confusion into one of the little, like, like binocular stands that she has to bend over to, like, look into. Yeah, she has the periscope in the middle, and then also a couple, like, little ones on the side Secondary she can look in. I guess you can't turn it with those ones, though. Maybe that's, like, camera two. Yeah. Yeah, if you want, to, like, another angle on the fight, you can go over to that one. But she's like, Confusion, Confusion. And then she's like, yeah, all right, get him. And then it cuts back, and they're, like, they're doing bad now. Like, the, the <laughs> evil Sentai is just getting beat up because, like, I guess Divatox cheered him on too good. I don't know. And she's like, she's like, Rygog, go down there and fix him. So they, like, like the, the evil, the bad guys, like, leave. Yeah, they're trying to run away because the rangers all just, like, shot them with yeah. their guns. And they're like, oh, that hurt a little. We're out. We're out. And so Rygog is sent to stop them. And we get a, a super close-up of his face in Sentai footage. And he's like, go back and fight them, you losers. Uh, and then Porto's like, hey, I got this cool thing for you. It's called the Ranger Scrambler, which sounds to me like a device that would put Power Rangers into other Power Rangers bodies. They're, they're not going to do that in this episode. They can't do that much. That level of fan service. We've got Cassie singing this great hit tune <laughs> and consciousness swap. I don't think so. <laughs> it's, I know. I'm dreaming too big, but... That's what I wanted to happen, and I was because I didn't remember any of this stuff going on right now. So I was like, maybe they do switch bodies. No, I didn't even I feel remember, like I would remember that. I didn't even remember the band. I just remember Cassie yelling confusion. <laughs> I mean, to a lot. be fair, that's like <laughs> at least two thirds of the episode right there. <laughs> yeah, we cut to the next day at school, and Cassie is at her locker again, and I think she's singing the the song still, but now she's like. I don't know. Maybe I hate this She's song mad too. About it. I understand because I had the Super Mario 2 theme song stuck in my head for three months and I can't stand it anymore, but it just <laughs> gets in there so fast. Uh, she's wearing a pink denim jacket, pink shirt, and some jeans. Uh, she sees. Uh, oh, also, the song Confusion just starts playing. On like the PA? Maybe. <laughs> so, like, maybe. Mr. The- Kaplan's just so into it. He's just putting <laughs> it on. I love this hit song. <laughs> They also say we got a hit like 9,000 times this episode. Well, how else would we know that they have a hit <laughs> if they don't tell us over and over and over again? Uh, Crash like runs in with a bunch of flyers and he's handing them out. He's like, hey, hey babes, like here's, here's a bunch of uh, flyers. Come to our gig. It's going to be great. So then she bumps into or Crash bumps into Cassie and she's like, hey, we need to stop confusion. It's, it's gone too far. We need to get a whole new sound. We need to like ditch this whole thing. He's like, no, we have a hit. Yeah, well, he, she, Cassie, tries to get them to play Vicky's song again. And he's like, no, we have a sound, babe. We have it's a confusion. sound of confusion. <laughs> he also says that this song has caught on Majestic, which is like, is that like tripping the light fantastic or dying historic on the Fury Road? What is that? I guess I want to start saying that now, <laughs> but I don't think I can pull it off. <laughs> I don't think he can, so, you know, you do you. I'll, I'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. I've made, I've made worse things catch on, so that's fine. Uh, so then he's, he hands her a flyer that just says Crash and the Creeps. So she's out of the band, I guess? Which is weird, because this is the first time, as far as we know, that she's like, hey, I don't like this song. But he's like, all right, we've used you as far as we need you, 
and now we're going to be on live TV and we're not going to have you anymore. They didn't like actually need Cassie, did they? No. <laughs> no it's not just... like any of their songs really required female vocals, considering it's all in like, it's the one song in the one range and you have to transpose like two octaves up to hit that in female range. And Crash sang it at the audition and it was fine. Like, like, he, yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah, it's just, it's not even like, sung it's more yelled so it's not like you need cassie's singing voice here's what would have fixed that refrain is what always gets me is that all you need to do is just like instead of confusion 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 just just some sort of harmonic they're like like confusion 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 uh, like like some kind of interesting musical thing oh, there you can you do want, that you want them to do a thing oh you want, want it to be, be you want it to be a song annie I, that's what I you're saying to be, i wanted to cost twelve dollars instead of eight dollars <laughs> i think it's pretty much just a show off for patricia jolly but, <laughs> but like, if it was then they picked the worst song because you just yell it also can i admit something Yes. I thought Vicky was a better singer. <laughs> I thought so, too. I feel like she was a ringer that they brought in. But then again, we'll never see her again, <laughs> if I have to guess. It's like all of Cassie's relatives that live in another town that she just, just, it, she, where does she, where does she sleep? I don't know. I don't know. With I Ashley's don't know. family. Because <laughs> she literally stopped on her way in Angel Grove and was like, I live here now. I've got my suitcase that has a lot of clothes in it. I have this this Hermione's extending charm on uh, invisible extending charm on my suitcase with all the clothes in it, and I live here. I'm just assuming she lives with Ashley because that's the running theme the past couple seasons. Is, is a yellow or pink lives with the other? Yeah. I guess. I, I also don't they're know. best fr- they're begrudging best friends whether they like it or not because the power demands it. I I still feel like she's best friends with TJ. That's the impression, right? Yeah, and then Ashley. She's, yeah, she's best friends with TJ. Justin is best friends with Carlos, and Ashley is secretly dating Carlos. I don't, hmm. I don't know. It 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 bounces around. I don't know. <laughs> if if not, she's like just the odd one out, which has never happened for a yellow. Like it's never like one of the girls is the one that's not paired off. Yeah, yeah, and is... they don't get a six ranger in here, so it's not like she gets a new best friend to even things out. Yeah, and like the only thing they have that's close to a six ranger is the phantom ranger. Does, who is, he does she just wait a minute? We don't see the blue centurion that often. Did it just does she and the blue centurion just get coffee like right? in their off like, hours? Just hang like out? I, like I hope so now. Oh, I don't think the yeah. blue centurion is ever off duty, but I hope he has time <laughs> to have a coffee with Ashley sometimes. <laughs> also, that's I feel fair. I feel like he's very about the law and doesn't have a lot of time for anything else. <laughs> Every time we see him, he's helping an old lady cross the street or fixing a bike and then attacking a dude with that bike because he got turned evil. <laughs> Maybe that's the friendship. Like, she helps him. Like, she 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 teaches him how to hang out and, like, have some yoga sometimes. <laughs> she teaches this robot humanity. Yeah. Where's that show? That's, that's <laughs> We don't need this confusion garbage. I want to see her be like, no, this is like, look, I made you a jacket that won't turn you evil. <laughs> <laughs> it, the shoulder spikes cups fit out of it so you don't look like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to diva talks on the on on the sub on the space base uh crash is also there and she like they're like packing their gear into like a space Spaceship. car <laughs> like, a, like a smaller space car he's like super you know casual like, he's like oh whatever and she's like no you do this song and you do it right and you 
make everyone hear it or else I'm going to – and she shoots and well, misses she, him. She shoots at him uh, because they've ran away. She's like, don't you ever run right, away from right, a fight right. again. And he's like, whoa. And then she shoots at him, but she misses and hits a piranha in the butt. And she's like, if you run away again, you better keep running because I'm going to use you for target practice. Got it? Crash, babe. And <laughs> she walks him so hard. It's so good. She drags this dude, and I love it. <laughs> I love Diva Talks so much. I, I just I want her to be around forever. <laughs> Diva Talks is like my favorite Power Rangers villain. She just, especially since we got the original actors back, she just, she takes it to 11 and just leaves it there. She's just like, okay, I'm back. All right. So there's the script. Okay. There's that scenery. I'm going to chew that, chew that, chew that, <laughs> chew that. I'm going to have a lot of good times here. I'm going to have a lot of fiber on my diet for me eating all this scenery. You're not even going to know. And yeah, she just jumped right back in. Like yeah. totally seamless. It was awesome. Uh, so then we cut to the park one of them in the middle of the day broad daylight elgar is there doing a sound check for crash and it's like they're not even hiding it like no like, there's supposed to be tv cameras coming soon but there's the, just monsters here the band is there in their people form with elgar and a bunch of piranatrons and i think rygog might be there no porto is definitely there. i think porto's there because rygog's trying to count the sound check and he got stuck at three <laughs> right so Porto had to finish it. Elgar. Yeah. Elgar. Not Rygar. Their names are so similar. They are very similar. The Rangers teleport in. It morphed, they're morphed. And Cassie says, Crash, you need to get away from them. They're monsters. As if, like, he knows that she's Cassie. Like, she has a very familial. And he's like, uh, whatever. I'm a monster, too. And then I think he turns into his <laughs> he, monster form. He does. Only him, though. That Like, the Crash suit was, like, the only... Like, bad guy suit they must have got from Japan for that. That's, yeah, that, that's I, what I said. Like, that's the I, only one they flew over. I feel is, like the other four yeah. were damaged or something, because uh, the rest of the band just is still people and just play the song. Well, here's <laughs> here's what I think, is that they have a ship over the suit budget, and it allows for one suit, and there's, they're, <laughs> not, they're not getting five of them for this little fight. <laughs> there's a Piranatron fight while Crash is playing Confusion. Well, Crash and the boys are playing Confusion. And it, like, drops them to their knees. Like, they, like, are like, so, no, this is too bad. This is so bad. Crash was singing Confusion, and his monster voice has, like, a weird reverb on it a little bit. Yep. But I feel like when he was singing Confusion, they dubbed Cassie's voice in. Like, he was, like, mimicking her voice. Because it definitely sounded like a lady voice singing to me. There's definitely, like, a higher pitch in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get that. But they I like wasn't paying attention, I guess. They just took Cassie's voice from the first performance and like distorted it and then put it over his voice too. And it made this like real weird sound. The sound of confusion. Yeah. That's not the name of the episode though. Why do you keep dropping <laughs> if, it? If I keep saying it, it's gonna, it's gonna change. I'm gonna go edit Wikipedia right now. You can. They let anybody do that. <laughs> so the song, like the song, the song vaguely mind controls them or makes them like confused or, or muddled up or, or something. It and they doesn't. Can't okay. Look, or... Can we talk about how this song doesn't confuse anybody? I'm confused by what the song does to people. That's the confusing part. Is <laughs> what is it? What is it doing? Cause the Rangers just hold their heads and go, ah, this song is in my head. So TJ has had enough and just shoots the guitar. Like he just is like, I can't stand it. I'm going to shoot. Like, it looks like he was aiming for Crash's crotch. But there just happened to be a guitar in the way, and he's like, oh, well, that worked out, I guess, so. 
uh, let's all shoot these instruments. They all take turns shooting the instruments. And then the final one is the the guy with like the pink guitar and he's playing and he gets shot and disappears and he's still strumming for a minute and all the sound goes away. Yeah. Including the drums. Yeah, it didn't peter out like one instrument at a time. It was just no. the whole thing and then the last instrument goes away, so it's just done. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have the master tracks for this. They just had the no. song. <laughs> That's all you get for eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they learned a valuable lesson. And at least they did get their money back by licensing out to Richie Rich 2, <laughs> Richie's in the City. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the one with Michelle Trachtenberg in it. If, <laughs> but I'm not. That, she the, might be in the first one. The timeline would match up, but I, I, for the life of me, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. they got Macaulay Culkin uh, back for number two, so. No, it was. It, oh, no, they got the kid from Seventh Heaven, I think. <laughs> I think you're right. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I remember so much about the direct-to-video <laughs> sequel of Richie Rich. But look, we're just different, that's all. So after the instruments are destroyed, everyone, like all the bad guys leave. And then TJ says, after them. They, they teleported they, away. They teleported away. And I guess you can follow that now. Because <laughs> they land on the beach near them. Yep. Somehow. Yeah. So... Uh, the thing I like about these bad guys is they have evil versions of the Power Rangers weapons, which makes a lot of sense if they are just the evil Sentai, which is nice. So they have, like, the two giant hairdryer guns, and they have, like, an axe, and I I didn't see the yellow ones because it was moving too fast, but I I think there's some sort of, like, Qatar-esque weapon. Uh, and they're fighting, and then they get the scrambler out, and they're like, all right, use the scrambler. And so there's, like, this whole shot of, like, the gem, like, it's like their turbine laser finishing scene. Yeah. But then, it's just a laser. It's just a turbine laser. It doesn't do anything. Mm -mm. Apparently, the gem is, like, the, is, is from, like, the, so that, that face character that is, like, what they may have based Diva Talks off of, the one Artley was talking about, um, uh, I guess. Zonette? Yeah. I guess the, the gem that they use is, like, her necklace or something? From what I was reading, again, it was like it two pages of, of solid single of single line text, so it was hard to parse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ranger Wiki, I have a lot of ideas as to how you could improve your oh, service. Uh, formatting and like any kind of editing. I was going to say burn <laughs> it down and start over. Yeah. <laughs> but just a little. Both could work. Yep. Uh, so they shoot them and they just get knocked down and they're like, oh, we have to get up. And they, they get, get up. They get up again. You're never going to keep them down. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk an earworm. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Because outside of Josh and I, nobody knows the other songs. No. I, well, they have like a thousand albums. They have a lot of albums. I know Jum the one, but it's very prolific. Apparently. I know the one album. <laughs> uh, they had a song later on called The Wizard of Menlo Park about Thomas Edison and how he was a jerk. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> that's the other song of theirs that I know that's not on the one album. Is there a whole track about Topsy? I don't, th I don't know if it came up or not. How, I don't, it's been a while since I've heard the song. How does it not but. come up? How does, how does it not come up when you're talking about Thomas Edison? I mean, it's like the, the worst thing that he did, right? Yeah. It was like, look, kill an elephant on live. Well, you know, just, just to prove it. Nikola Tesla wrong. And then he didn't. <laughs> and then they're like, Hey, we need to make a power station every 25 feet. If we used yours, uh, we can't do that. It's not going to work. Just like full disclaimer. I, my, my, my cat is named Tesla. So 
so I walked into something that you're uh, you're very familiar with. And yeah, you should check the song out though. It's a pretty good song. It's weird and it's kind of spooky, but it's a pretty good song. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm into it. Uh so then uh where are we? They're like, okay, let's get out the the turbo weapons. So they get the turbos out, they bring them together into the ram cannon, and we haven't seen that in a while. And they shoot them and it knocks them all down and presumably kills four of the five of them. Yep. Yeah. But then they grow, you know, shoot the Gropitos and Crash grows. <laughs> and then they call the Turbo Megazord. Yep. Because I guess this is from a much earlier point in the Car Ranger <laughs> timeline. It's like, ep- it's episode 25, apparently. I don't know when in Car Ranger they get the new Zords, but it would probably have to be after that. Because, like, it seems like it happens in sort of later second half or, like, the the later middle part of it. So probably, like, I would have it around episode 30 or so, I would guess. Yeah, I don't, that sounds about right. Because I feel like that's when they usually do it in Power Rangers. So, like, yeah. if we're if we're matching up. But yeah, it just is so weird because like they have they got the Zord back because it was stolen and they got the Zord back and have not talked about it in like 12 episodes, something like that. Well, they made the right call this time because Crash grows. They get the Megazord together and spin out and he's dead. Immediately. (laughs) It takes five (laughs) seconds. I don't even think he says anything. I I don't think he had the time. I don't think he had... We do get to see like them putting the turbos or the turbo mega yeah, together though. That's longer than it took them to kill Crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crash is a punk. Did he even have time to like contemplate mortality? Like, I thought I was dead. Now I'm so big. Wait, are those buildings <laughs> Oh my god, how big am I? Oh man, what's going on? What's that? Ah! Too many thoughts. He didn't <laughs> have that much time. No. All the jar of plants thought was, oh no, not again. <laughs> is there is there like some sort of shortcut? Do you think like when you get into the turbo megazord, do you think they can just like hit like control S and that'll do like spin out? Spin out. Because <laughs> TJ doesn't even call it. Like the zords come it. together, the next shot is them spinning at crash. And they land, they do their sweet pose, and he's dead. We're done. We're good. Uh, and then we cut back to the school. They're in the library, and uh, everybody but Cassie is there, and they're talking about how dumb that song was and how they can't remember it. And then Carlos tries to sing it again because he's the villain of the Power Rangers. <laughs> and Justin's like, no, please, 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 no, please. <laughs> and then we cut to Cassie, who's at the juice bar skipping class. <laughs> and Vicky's there. Uh, what was Cassie wearing? Part 11 or, sw- or 12? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, and she's got like a pleather jacket on, a pink shirt, and I think a floral skirt, but I did not, I don't think they ever pulled far mm-hmm. enough out to see. So she's like, hey, Vicky, I wanted to apologize. Are you mad at me? And Vicky's like, yes. And I'm like, wait a minute, Vicky. Again, you're the one who <laughs> didn't just like agree to, suggested not being in the band. So like, Maybe just, like, tone it down a little bit. It's like, no, I guess I'm just jealous. I was just jealous. So then they're like, all right, we can't even remember the song anymore. Ha, ha, ha. I wish I, wish I could live in that world. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to forget Super Mario Brothers 2, you have to kill Mario. <laughs> and then his song will disappear. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> Might be worth it to kill Doug, because, like, sometimes I just can't. I just don't need that song in my head. I just don't need it. <laughs> No, Andy, please, no. <laughs> do it. Well, well, you've ruined Thanksgiving. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or, again, maybe confusion is just too strong. 
So it just doesn't exist. I don't even remember it now, though. Only time will yeah. tell. I will. I'm the constant then. Oh, you're the Carlos. I'm the Carlos, <laughs> keeping it tethered to this world. As they're like apologizing and like making it up again, Bulk and Skull come in with two giant tubas. One's a tuba, one's a horn of some sort. Uh, they I don't are know what... a concert tuba and a sousaphone, which are basically the exact same instrument, except a sousaphone is a tuba that's been made to be easier to carry for marching band. Okay. Is that the one that's Thank wrapped you. around? Yeah. <laughs> oh, another one of yeah. them. Oh, no. Yeah, sousaphone's the one that you kind of wear. Okay. Okay. That's the one that Skull had. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's Bulk, like had his arm like wrapped through the tuba to keep it that, up. I feel like yeah, the that's the one that I picture when I think tuba is the one that wraps around your body. Yeah, I was not a band kid. I I was in a real band <laughs> with like where, you know, where everybody like, played, played a different string. Well, no, we never got there. <laughs> it wasn't enough time or enough people. My high school had not a lot of people in it. So they come in and they they're like, hey, we heard you guys need some new band members. Here we go. I think we found the sound you're looking for. And it's like they just the inception noise plays. Annie, can I consult you as a band expert? Okay. Like a lot of wind doesn't actually come out of the top of these, right? No, most not- most of your airflow is going to be uh, just completely pulled into the. Uh, oh, I played woodwind. I played flute, which isn't even technically a woodwind. So I don't have the terminology <laughs> for this, but the uh, the spit valve. Uh, that's oh, pretty okay. much all going to go in there, so you're not really going to have much air coming out of there at all. And frankly, the fact that Balkan Skull were able to make notes in that at all with no experience uh, with low brass is actually pretty impressive, that they actually made sounds and not just... <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping so hard that they would be good at tubas, they seem but like they are not. <laughs> they, they, can make, they can go make a, a two-man tuba band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they can, but not here, because LT kicks them right out. <laughs> it's like, get out of here! Because he, they, uh, they blowed so hard that an industrial fan turned on and knocked <laughs> a bunch of popcorn everywhere. Somehow, Lieutenant Stone did not get anything on his face, though. Thank so God. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, guys. Lieutenant Stone it's, doesn't it's, deserve all the stuff that gets thrown on him. He's not he even. Doesn't. He's not a jerk. He's not someone we enjoy seeing get kicked around. I just feel bad for him. Yeah, me too. This poor guy who looks just like the professional wrestler Kurt Angle. Like, just exactly like. like- uh, it's 99.9%. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is Kirk Angle. Uh, then they are thrown out they leave they're like skull at least is dragged out by his horn because it's so heavy it just like pulls him back and then cassie and vicky are like we could just start a band with just us like a, a two-girl band like we should have done to start the episode <laughs> and like but but here's the thing no auditions they don't have a drummer though no well no drummer uh they might have a bass guitar if she actually does play bass and doesn't just have two guitars. Is there an acoustic bass? Yeah. Okay. It's contrabass. Yeah, there's there's an acoustic bass. It's well, there's also like just like a regular acoustic guitar that has uh-huh. you can put bass strings on. Give Vicky one of those big yeah. upright yeah. basses. <laughs> you get that banjo guy in. Those are much different, right? He played a zesty banjo. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you will. At least right. feature him on a hey, track. Hey, Mumford and Sons is gonna be big, Cassie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just gotta wait about. 14 and a half years, maybe a little longer. <laughs> it'll, it'll come. And then this frontier rock is going to be huge. That's the end of the episode, which brings us to our closing segment. Annie, you're our guest. 
So what was the best? My best was definitely the uh, the auditions because that's uh, that's a shtick, but it's also a shtick that I love. It was also very yeah. good. Uh, and I wish that I would have seen it say Zesty Banjo because I would, or Zesty Bluegrass, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> uh, my best is, or Josh, you go, because this is oh, a Monday episode. You dang it, I thought I was going to get away with nope. me last. Um, I liked... I know you didn't like it. I liked Carlos and Justin. <laughs> That's okay. It's not my best, but you can still like it. My best is TJ being very bad at singing. That was also very good. Just, just very bad. Like, look, you're very, you're very pretty, and you have such tight muscles. But don't, please, don't sing. And just tell them <laughs> next time they're like, "Hey, someone, you want to sing?" Just be like, "No, I can't." <laughs> no, you saw confusion. <laughs> you know that I can't do that. You know what I'll do? Sometimes I'm <laughs> Sometimes I'm smiling too hard to enunciate. I can't <laughs> sing. Uh, I don't even want to act, but here I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, Annie, what's the worst? I think the worst is Vicky just sort of being a non-character. You'd think there would be something about her being like Oh, I'm jealous. I have feelings. You can see me have feelings throughout the episode and our friendship that we definitely have and is pre-established. No, she's just sort of there. She's a friend. She's jealous. We don't know her name for the first, like, seven minutes. And then she just leaves. She leaves Power Rangers forever, probably. Yeah, we don't yeah. I, We don't learn her name until the auditions are done and they are accepting Crash in the book. We know Crash's name before we know Vicky's name. I'm going to say, oh, no, again, Josh, this is you. Uh. My worst is Cassie and Vicky deciding we're going to have auditions for a band and then someone good auditions and Vicky's like, I don't want to be in the band. That's my worst. <laughs> I think the song is the worst part, right? I think the song of confusion is the worst part. No, the song of confusion is my MVP. <laughs> uh, I actually, I actually don't hate the song. I, I don't know. I, I, okay. You know, my worst is, is Vicky again, Vicky just gets, she's getting dragged in this, uh, this segment, but my my worst is Vicky being like, I will uh, no, don't worry, I'll leave the band and I'll just write songs and be like, hey, how come I'm not in the band? <laughs> well, well, I feel well, like Vicky. she was more upset about her songs that she wrote not being used, even though the agreement was I will write the songs. And Cassie explained that to Crash, and Crash was like, cool, babe. Yeah, I still think she was a little unreasonable about I it. I think Crash is the worst. He's kind of gross. Yeah, he is a skeezy dude. <laughs> he looks like if the dude that the maniac mechanic from a couple episodes turned into, if he was blonde instead of a redhead. Yeah. That's what he looks like to me. And I didn't like that guy, and I don't like Crash. Crash is a dude that you don't want to be alone in a room with. <laughs> oh, definitely. Not. He calls everyone babe. That's not a good no. look. No. That's not, that's not a good look for anybody. Annie, who is your MVP? The wardrobe coordinator for Cassie in this episode because she is in like <laughs> seven outfits and they are all adorable. I that's a good one, Josh. Oh, mine is the song of confusion, uh, because we could not have this silly, hilarious episode without it. <laughs> that is true. Aww. I I'm gonna give mine to huh, who did the who did the who's number one? I don't know. A runner up to Vicky's singing voice. <laughs> She was also very good. I'm going to give it to uh, Patricia Jaili for her singing voice because, like, yeah, it was very good. I wish they would have given her a song to sing. That would have been cool. Is this? We haven't really gotten much of a cast show off before this episode with the new guys, have we? Not unless you count someone Ward in a very tight T-shirt. <laughs> unless Ashley 
Unless Tracy Cruz actually designed those jackets. Uh, no one designed <laughs> those jackets, Josh. <laughs> those jackets came with the planet. They were here when we got here. <laughs> and they're evil. Uh, they just grow in the wild like that. So that's it. Any other final thoughts on uh, the this, this Song of Confusion? My final thought is that it, it doesn't cause confusion, right? It just like gets stuck in your head and makes you frustrated. Would you say that you're confused about what the song does? It causes me confusion. Boom, it did its job. Yeah, but it's that's out of you in universe. It's a meta song. <laughs> it's a very meta song. I don't think they were planning that. I mean, the song's name is just confusion, so I guess the title still makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any other final thoughts either, other than, like, I laughed a lot during this episode, yeah, and that always too. makes me have fun. Uh, so, Andy, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, I am delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for taking time out of actual Thanksgiving. For, yeah, to we're recording this us. on actual Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's uh, greatly appreciated. So thank you. Uh, if if anyone wants to find you or your podcasts on the internet, where can they do that? All right, so you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at uh, Anniezard. That's A N N I E Z A R D, like Charizard, but you put Annie in the front. Nice. <laughs> I am pretty much active on Twitter and Tumblr there. If you want to find my podcasts, you can find them. Uh, the Gem Jam is weekly gem podcast. Uh, they also We also do the comic books and stuff. Uh, you can find us at the Gem Jam just about everywhere except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. Uh, though Tumblr is our prominent thing. And that's also where you can find links to our other podcast, I Will Fight You, which comes out about every six weeks and is a uh, sort of a movie critic, critic, cr critical podcast it's it doesn't really have a very defined theme but we tend to talk about movies like uh we recorded an episode about uh grave encounters which is indie horror uh back in october and our next episode that's going to be coming out is going to be out the swan princess christmas special so that's going to be super fun <laughs> I did not know there was this one. I, I did because you were just on Sailor Business. And so I heard you talk about it there. And I was like, I didn't know they made a Chris. I thought that was just a movie. It came out like three years ago. That's very recent. <laughs> Look, here's uh, what you need Hollywood to know. The guy, that, the guy that like spearheaded the Swan Princess and like it's two direct-to-video movies also was the producer of Alpha and Omega, which is that Sparkle Wolf movie. Oh, with Hayden Panettiere. She's a voice in it. And I think Justin Long is the other yeah, one. Just, and I don't know why yeah. I remember this stuff. Mm -hmm. And when Justin Longwolf howls, he is the most beautiful howl of all. Oh, boy. Yeah. I highly recommend the Gem Jam. I have not had a chance to check out I Will Fight You, but I imagine it's just as good because uh, you guys are all real funny. Thank you. And I know you did one episode about Mary Sue's that I definitely want to <laughs> check out. Yeah. A lot of people were talking about that on Twitter, and I feel like that's probably a real good episode. Yeah, I'm very proud of our Mary Sue's episode. We also did a really, really good one about Jupiter Ascending, too. That I am those are like my my top two picks for for I Will Fight You. That that's I think that's on HBO Go right now. And every time I see it, I'm like, maybe I should watch it. Uh, but I haven't yet. I did watch Lucy, so like I feel like I can handle anything. Yeah. <laughs> see, at least Jupiter Ascending is beautiful garbage in the same way that Catwoman is beautiful garbage. Okay. Good, because Lucy's just bad. Can I spoil Lucy for everybody? Yeah. Uh, so if you don't want to hear this, the end of Lucy, turn this off now. She turns into a chair that's also a USB drive. <laughs> that's what happens when you open up your whole brain. It, when you <laughs> literally, when you have 100% control of your brain, you become a USB drive that's like a galaxy that has all the information on it. And you, uh, But at first, you were a chair. <laughs> this is some Utenit, <laughs> frankly. It's very... It's very stupid. It's, it's a real stupid movie. But everyone should watch it. It's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for us for today. You guys know where you can find us. You can 
it's in the description. It's in the beginning. Just you've heard it a hundred times by now. Uh, so again, thank you very much. We'll see everybody on Friday for the accident. I think that's the name of the episode. So that bodes well. Carlos is on the picture, so hopefully nothing bad happens to him. <laughs> but until next time, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you. We're like the most prepared boys in podcast town. <laughs> <laughs>